0: Afternoon, everybody and welcome to, to today's title now pop-up webinar. I'm Michael Rothman I'm joined by Melissa Scaletta. Hi Melissa.
1: Hello Michael. Hello everyone.
0: Thank you for joining us. Melissa Murphy is attending to her other duties at SpaceX Launch Center. We wish her and the uh, astronauts welcome uh, over the weekend. So while she's taking care of that, uh, Melissa Scaletta and I will be focusing on frequently asked questions relating to remote online motorization. Uh, We have been compiling a bunch of questions that they've been coming in over the last couple of months. And um, let's dive into it. Okay. So, Melissa, I am going to ask you a couple of questions regarding Ron, Prawn and Rin. So first, what is Prawn and how is it different than Ron?
1: Okay, good question, Michael. So by now, we all know that RON, Remote Online Notarization, became authorized in Florida at the beginning of this year, January 1st, 2020, and that RON allows notaries and witnesses to perform their functions without being in the same physical location as the signer. They have to use certain audio-video communication technology um, and a RON service provider. Um, The RON service provider um, when they're used, the principal could be anywhere in the world signing as long as the signer can properly be identified pursuant to Florida law, and also the registered online notary can supervise remote witnessing by witnesses with certain limitations. So that's RON. Now, during the COVID-19 pandemic, the use of RON has been extremely popular and, and useful for executing deeds and affidavits. but. We've learned that many lenders continue to insist that their loan packages be wet signed. And as you can imagine, this has caused some difficulty for buyer borrowers who are housebound and can't meet with a traditional notary. So in response to the situation, the industry developed a plan and the funds in Old Republic were very involved in this. Um, It's called paper remote online notarization or PRON. The fund issued an alert concerning permitted use of PRON on April 17th and this alert or bulletin details the PRON process that Old Republic and the fund require with regard to online notarization. With the PRON process, the online notary must be affiliated with the member and the use of the RON platform or service provider is limited to a small group of providers that we know um, utilize this process in an acceptable Here's how the PRON process works. So the service provider completes ID credentialing and knowledge-based authentication, KBA, for the signer, just like a traditional RON session. But then the online notary watches as the signer confirms that the loan documents they have are the same documents in front of the notary, and the signer actually wet signs those loan documents in front of or in the presence of that RON via this video technology. This is recorded and the signer then delivers the wet sign loan documents to the online notary via overnight delivery. So then the online notary can then do a wet signature and notary seal or stamp for recording to occur in a traditional matter. Um, When the Fund and Old Republic permit this PRON process, we do have a member limitation of $3 million or less. If a transaction using paper remote online notarization exceeds this amount, then we need our Funds members to work with their underwriting counsel for further guidance.
0: Is there a similar dollar limitation with Plain Old Ron?
1: No, the monetary limitation at this point applies to the paper, RON only or PRON. Um, you know, it's new and all of this is evolving. So we encourage you to contact Michael's team and, and, and him and or me and my team in underwriting whenever you have questions about that.
0: And how about, are there, any, limitations. Are there any requirements for adding special exceptions when using RON or Prawn?
1: No, we do not require any special exceptions be added. And just to reiterate, no monetary value with traditional Ron or value limitation. The $3 million limitation is on the Prawn, and then we need you to contact us in underwriting.
0: So, for this question, the buyer can't meet in person with the notary, and his lender is demanding that the loan documents be wet signed. This is what Prawn is made for, correct?
1: Yes, yes. And it's working now.
0: Right. Yeah, we've heard about that. Um, it seemed like a pretty obvious thing to do and I'm glad that we're doing it. All right, so RIN, that's another acronym we've heard. Is this the same as RIN?
1: No, there's a lot of acronyms out there. And what makes things even more confusing is that not all the underwriters are using the acronyms in the same way. So RIN refers to when there is an emergency authorization of notaries to use a non-RON platform like a Zoom or a FaceTime, to visually confirm the signer's execution of instruments and then affix their notary seal at a later time.
0: That's written. Do we? That's written. written. Yes. So, do we allow this in Florida using Zoom or FaceTime to watch people sign over the internet?
1: No, it's not allowed in Florida. And this is the reason why. Um, We in Florida have a wonderful RON law that we're able to use that serves the purpose. So RIN is being used in those states where they do not have RON laws like we do. So they've had to get creative and have executive um, orders that authorize the use of RIN during this pandemic. But like I said, we've got RON to use, so um, it's not appropriate and not authorized to use RIN in Florida.
0: Wait. Didn't we hear of an emergency order in Florida allowing the notaries to do something that they couldn't do before they came out? You're
1: correct, Michael. Um, we do have an emergency order in Florida that deals with notaries doing uh, during the pandemic, but it doesn't apply to real estate transactions. That executive order in Florida um, applies to notaries swearing in witnesses associated with litigation not with real estate transactions, again, because we have a real estate transaction notary solution with RON.
0: Right.
1: And I, oh. I will mention in other states where there is no RON, they do have some pretty powerful executive orders that are allowing people in those states dealing with real estate transactions, ensuring properties in those other states to utilize rent, but not Florida property. Yeah.
0: All right, so the next subject is foreign nationals. So tell us what's the issue with RON and foreign nationals?
1: Okay, well, Florida, like most states that have adopted RON has a really um, protective RON statute in place. Again, this is like most states, but not all states. In Florida, uh, Iran law requires ID credentialing and knowledge-based authentication as a precondition of signing instruments remotely. The knowledge-based authentication questions, or KBA, are computer-generated, and they come from third-party sources, and they're largely based on the signer's U.S. credit history. So most often, foreign nationals don't have an adequate U.S. credit history needed to build those KBA questions so this is what makes it very difficult to utilize ron with a foreign national signer
0: so is there a workaround approved by us when it comes to foreign nationals
1: there is and we do want you to come to fund underwriting and work with your underwriting attorney when you're dealing with a foreign national but here are the potential workarounds so one um if the online notary knows the foreign national and the platform being utilized will allow for the bypass of KBA, then it's possible that the online notary can proceed with the online signing and then mark personally known to me within the notarial certificate. But again, you wanna be careful here to make sure the platform will let you bypass the KBA. And you wanna be careful that your notary actually knows the person signing to make sure we're avoiding potential for fraud. The second option is we know the virginia online notary model um, allows for identity proofing without the kba and we've been told that some of these platforms will then allow alternative means of identification confirmation without using kba again with a foreign national we do want you to contact underwriting council of the funds and work with us so we can help you to evaluate
0: so what if the issuing agent doesn't personally know The foreign national person but someone in the transaction like the listing agent how do we proceed should i speak with underwriting
1: you should speak to underwriting and i'll tell you with our florida statute we have an excellent um two-tier mechanism to protect against the possibility of fraud or identity theft the combination of id credentialing and the kba really work very well together and are very protective so That really protects against many of the risks that could be associated with mail-away closings or, you know, an absent signer like in this case. Um, So when you do contact underwriting and you're working with a foreign signer, we're going to talk to you about what means are available to you for you to possibly be comfortable with the identity of the person you're signing uh, that that is signing. And Michael and I have both had examples from funds members of situations where maybe. The title agent didn't personally um, know the signer, but maybe um, a trusted staffer did. Um, so that's just one example, but we wanna work with you in a case-by-case basis there. And also it will be essential to make sure that your, um, your RON platform or your RON service provider is able to do the KBA bypass.
0: Right, there's funny when I was first talking to the members about RON last October, November, People were somewhat interested, Melissa, but I could tell they were like, well, it's working fine without Ron. And it wasn't really important to them. Um, and then of course the pandemic hit and everybody cares about this. But when I was lecturing on Ron, I was telling member attorneys, if you have a foreign national practice, you should be the online notary. You're already a notary. You take the course, you, you do the paperwork. Because I already foresaw that there were going to be opportunities where you know your clients in Brazil and you can sign up if you can bypass KBA. When the platform first came out, many of them could, could not bypass KBA where you have that personal knowledge. Um, but now we're hearing that you can so you know if you're if you're in-house notary your paralegal may not have a personal offer you do so reason for you the attorney will be the in-house notary um those are good points michael really good points yeah it dawned on me it should really be the lawyers i think we're using um, unfortunately melissa i screwed up i pulled up a powerpoint without the nice little altar slide but maybe at the end i'll I'll put it up okay but we're gonna move into another subject about finding an online notary. So I think I have a couple of answers if you have some questions here.
1: I've got some questions for you, Michael. We're gonna turn the tables. Okay, so is there some place I can look and see a list of all the approved online notary service providers in Florida?
0: Right, there is no approved list of online notary service providers in Florida. You can't go to uh, the Division of State or SunBiz. There's no place to go for that. Um, online service providers have to meet Florida's minimal standards, minimum standards, but there is no one location to find that.
1: Okay, okay. So, um, I talked about the online notary service providers before and the platforms that are available. Um, does the funds limit which online notary service providers or platforms that our members have to use for insuring?
0: No, and I get this call a lot. Um, no, for a traditional RON, which sounds like uh, an oxymoron, but for your <laughs> typical RON, we don't care. Um, as long as you're satisfied that the provider meets Florida's standards, use who you want. But in PRON, go to the website, there's a list of which providers are approved for the paper, remote online organization. That list may change over time. So I'd rather not give you the names today because if you're watching this six months from now, that list may be different, but go uh, check out the website,
1: okay? Okay, so I just want to repeat this for myself. Um, we're saying that if you've got a traditional RON, the use of an online platform is not limited as long as it is RON technology, but when it's a Prong, the paper remote online notary, uh, that's when we have to use those limited platforms and they're listed on our website on the digital closing page? Right,
0: you're right.
1: Okay, okay. So now what if I'm a funds member and I'm not an online notary, um, but I know that I need one for a closing? What can I do?
0: Okay, so there are two basic um, business models out there. Some of these companies came in and said, You, Melissa, become the online notary, and here's a platform for you to work off. And the other business model was essentially turning a mobile notary service into an online mobile notary service. I call it like the dial-up. That's the old I am A dial up mobile notary service where you use them on an as needed basis so you can go ahead even if your office has no one who's a registered online notary you can use one of these companies notary Cam, notarize um there are others out there that they'll provide an online notary on an as needed basis and they'll charge you accordingly problem is they got caught right they were not expecting COVID to come along and to blow up their, their, their provider basis. So you could be waiting four or five, six days uh, for a signing session with them.
1: That's what I've been hearing from members also, Michael. Yeah. So what are the, are there any other solution then if we can't get one of those service
0: providers to assist a particular member? Right. So in response to the need and the backup with these, third party companies we put out the word to fund members who were early adopters of becoming themselves online notaries and we created the fund member locator if you go to the website and you go into the vendor marketplace you will find a link to the member locator and these are like i said fund members who are now pretty darn proficient in using their platforms. And some of them have different companies. Some of them use Pavaso. Some of them use DocVerify uh, or Notarycam. And you'll work out your fee arrangement with them, but they're there to help you um, get your online closings done, your notarizations done. So, we're very happy that this member locator thing has taken off.
1: And really hats off to those funds members who are on the locator and who are RONs because I've read some wonderful testimonials about them from other funds members who have just said that they saved the day for their transactions. Um, So (laughs) that begs the question, what if I'm a funds member and I am a RON and I want to be on this funds member RON locator? How do I do that?
0: Well, assuming you really are proficient, this is not a place to get trained up. This is where you hold yourself out as a capable online notary. Contact Melissa Murphy. Um We'll talk to you, and then we'll, you know, we can get you on the locator. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. I have more questions for you. You're not off the hook yet. Okay. So what kind of hardware do signers need and do online notaries need to conduct an online session?
0: So from the software perspective, Melissa, they have to have you know, a smartphone, largely because of multi-factor authentication, plus the, most of the platforms will ask the signer to take a picture like you were doing an online deposit with your check, same basic you know in basic principle you'll take a picture of your id front and back and upload it so the signer will need a smartphone and they'll need like what we're doing a computer with a microphone and a camera okay um they'll need good internet bandwidth you've heard about people who are trapped in hotels where the, the internet is not fast enough or sufficient to handle an online signing session from the Notary standpoint, likewise, you'll need high speed internet, good internet service, camera, and a microphone. But there is no special hardware per se to do um, you know, an online signing session.
1: Okay, thanks. Um, you know, fraud is always a concern for title agents and for underwriters and real estate transactions. And we We have to be vigilant to prevent that and protect against fraud. Um, How does the online signing process confirm the signer's identity?
0: Right, so particularly late last year when we were rolling out education about Ryan, this was a very commonly asked question. I'm worried about fraud. I mean, I'm an attorney who did claims work for 25 years representing the fund and other underwriters and i gotta tell you this is the best thing to prevent against id theft because in order to access the platforms and conduct an online signing session you don't have a concern you have to pass kba and have your identity card proven so now as a regular notary when someone hands you a driver's license how many of you go check with the dmv to confirm that that our driver's license is legit very few of you how many of you even know that there's a website to go to probably very few of you but now a computer program is doing they're looking at data built into your driver licenses and then to boot you have kva so that should eliminate imposters and stolen identity so it's the the concern about fraud is really not there in fact it's better than a traditional sign
1: and when these sessions are recorded you know is there an obligation with with regards to maintaining the recording michael
0: yeah so the we talk about 10 years that the 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 notary is required to maintain the the AV clip for 10 years. Uh, the platforms will provide that and storage is not terribly expensive. I know that they are looking at the law again in Tallahassee and I chimed in, let's put the burden on the platform and not on the notary since it's really the platform that's storing it for the notary, but um, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have announced that for their e closings which is another whole discussion we could have that tune in next week and i'll talk about that in a second um this language about that the av clip needs to be maintained for the life of the loan so mm. av clip has to be saved and right now for, we're talking 10 years
1: okay thanks michael um you know Some members have told me that they're concerned about the signers they're working with in a transaction, you know, the seller having difficulty accessing the platform. Do you have any advice for people with those concerns?
0: Yeah, we've heard about that. Um, Some folks just struggle with technology. Um, Probably the best advice I can give would be Test out the systems before the signing session. Some of the platforms will allow the signer to do a test of their computer so they can figure out how to turn on the camera, if they have a microphone and a camera. Um, and then maybe on the day of signing, have someone with them who can help walk them through the process, maybe have their son or their grandkid uh, help them through it. It shouldn't be that difficult, but I, I have family members who just can't figure out how to, you know, use Zoom or FaceTime, and this is tricky. There are issues. Um, Salome, caucus, you know, did a program with me a week ago, and she likes to say, we're kind of like in the dial-up of internet, remember? And, you know, five years from now, it will look very different, or hopefully a whole lot better but there is issues with accessing, And then there are issues with getting through the KBA process. So So
1: speaking of KBA and issues with KBA, um, I've also heard a story or two about um, title agents whose signers did have difficulty with the KBA. Um, Do you have any advice if this happens?
0: KBA could be tricky. When I first played with an online signing session late last fall, you know, I have a pretty good memory, and one of the questions was, you know, identify who you know of the four names or five names, and one of the names was my former law partner's wife's maiden name. It took me a second to. Now, if, if I'm you know 40 years from now, will I remember that? so it could be tricky you can you get a second bite at the apple mark so you can you get another series of questions another opportunity right then and there to try to pass it again um you know maybe have if you have a person who has some you know memory issues i'm not talking about capacity i'm talking about remembering what car you drove in 1975 right so We've heard that some folks do better in the morning, so you might want to consider doing that. Um, Talk to your service provider, but maybe you can set it up for a second day or a preview of it. So don't be scared of it, but we, we have heard there are some people who just can't. They can log in, they can do everything, but they struggle with the KDA. It would be nice in the future that the Model Act, which Florida is based on, and most of the states are based on, that we get away the technology such where it's not KBA, it's something else. Maybe, you know, clear at the airport, we can use our retina scans. I'm cool with that, we'll see.
1: So for now, if you have a KBA issue, is there a possibility of overriding the KBA?
0: Well, like you said before, um, it depends upon the platform, but we're hearing that the platforms now will allow with personal knowledge that you can bypass the KBA. So that's another reason, again, where you, the attorney, um, might want to be the online notary
1: and we want you to be very careful with that again because that's an element of your fraud protection knowing that the person is who you think they are of course if you personally know them you would overcome that um michael this is a lot of work what about the charges related to these remote online notarizations can they be itemized on the closing statement or the cd
0: yes you can put them i think we're seeing most people are adding them into the settlement thing um but like anything else if you're gonna itemize them as a on your rate sheet or your advertised prices just put in the price on your on your website or your rate card um, so there's no confusion later but most people we we understand are including the fee into the settlement fee. I'll, I'll tell you also Melissa this is a loss leader all right this is not a money maker. the amount of The amount of profit you make on this is far offset, particularly in this, as Salome says, this dial-up error that we're in. You're going to spend a lot of time just getting the client comfortable, yourself comfortable. So don't look at this as a moneymaker. This is a true service you're providing to your client, and particularly now in the age of COVID, it's almost like, one of the statistics we saw also came out last week with some article, about 20 to 30% of closings now involve remote online organization. So it's a thing. And with, when e-closings and electronic paperless closings become prevalent, we're all going to be doing this in some fashion. Okay. okay. Go ahead.
1: Are we going to talk about witnesses now?
0: Let's talk about witnesses. Should I ask you a few okay. questions? So, let's talk about witnesses. What if my instrument, like a deed, needs two witnesses? How is that handled in the online signing section,
1: Okay, so the online notary could serve as one of the witnesses if they, they would have to, again, separately, mark themselves electronically as a witness. Florida statutes now also allow that a witness either be in the physical presence of the signer or remote from the signer with some caveats. So if the witness is remote from the principal, um, they need to be involved in the RON session and part of the recording, and they're going to have to identify themselves in the same way as the signer. But if the witness is in the physical presence of the principal, then that witness simply has to state his or her name and current address on the audio video recording. Also for remote witnesses, they must be U.S. residents, and they must be physically located in the U.S. or U.S. territory at the time of them signing as a witness.
0: So best practice would be to have the second witness with the signer. It makes the life a little bit easier for you. Maybe you, the notary I think that would, the witness, and then have the second witness with the signer. Here's I a think question. that would certainly be easier not to and have question, to you, still Where's the original of the signed instrument?
1: The electronic instrument is the original, Michael. Right.
0: And how do we record an electronic document?
1: Well, Florida statutes and Florida counties are authorized and are supposed to electronically record electronic documents. And we haven't heard of any problems with that to this point, but we are open to the possibilities that someone could encounter problems. Um, And we thought that through some have raised the issue what happens with a county that doesn't accept e-recording and if that happens the solution is what we call papering outs papering out involves um, going through a Ron session doing your electronic signatures and notarizations but then printing out the electronic documents and then with that hard copy either adding a cover page or a certification on the documents marking it to be a certified True and correct copy.
0: So, to be clear, the statute, the Ron statute mandates that the recorders accept an electronic document, but e recording is a separate thing. Some counties still don't, there's no simplify on some counties. So, that's where the papering out comes in.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So good. Actually, look at us. We did it exactly within 30 minutes. All right. Um, Next week, Melissa Murphy hopefully will be back and her uh, her guest will be Shane Hartzler, who is the director of e-mortgage strategy and operations at Fannie Mae. So we're gonna be hearing a lot about what's going on with the GSEs, Fannie in particular, what's what's happening with electronic um, paperless closings. Guys, that's the future. So with that, Melissa, any final words?
1: Thank you all for joining us. If you'd like to take a careful look at the alerts that we have on our digital closing webpage about RON and Prawn, there are three of them. And if you have any questions, like I said, um, call me or Michael Underwriting or Legal Education and we'll do all we can to help you. We are getting closings done. It's business as usual, right, Michael?
0: That's right. Yes, the uh, in, go to the Information Center Uh, behind the login and then the digital closing page. We have everything you need to know. But by all means, reach out to Legal Ed, reach out to Underwriting, we're here to help. Thanks for joining us. I hope you got something out of this and we'll hopefully see you next week. Have a good week. Bye-bye.
1: Goodbye.